previously on Finish It, The Cave of Time. Uh, luckily, this boy, Nick Ty- Tyler. Nick Tyler? Yeah, Nick Tyler. So the you're in 1993 now. <laughs> 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 you just met pop sensation Nick Tyler. <laughs> Who's your favorite Tyler, brother? Could it be that you are witnessing the end of the world? Uh-oh. Among the stars, you notice a disc the size of the sun that gives off a dim red light like a dying ember. The end. Wait. I assume at that point his brain ran out of oxygen. I think I might have met our beardy friend on the cover. No. Instead of rising to the surface, you enter a brightly lighted chamber, in the center of which is a bearded old man seated in a chair. Mm -hmm. He says, take the tunnel to your right, return to your own time, and let your life be your philosophy. We're done with the book. That's the whole point of the whole book. You just got to it by accident. (laughs) So you say hello, I'm Matt. Hello, I'm Matt Ewell. Hi, I'm Chris Ewell. And this is Finish It. It's a completionist choose-your-own-adventure podcast. Are you okay? You were just, you zero energy. Do that, you do the every, every whatever, just do the everything. We're going to get, just there was no energy. We might have to do that again. You start with every page, I don't know. I know how to, I know how to do it. We'll do it. Should we start over? Just you sounded so sad. <laughs> okay. I'm, you know what? Every, every, every ending, every page, every book, every time a bell rings, God gives a puma a uh, back rope. <laughs> that is actually true. Here's the thing. You know what okay. happened? What? I oh, no. got to the center of the maze. <laughs> I solved his puzzle. You mean last week? Last week. Yeah, I remember. And this week, yeah, you know, I was like, okay, I'm not going to get the best possible ending because I already did that. <laughs> yeah, nailed But it. at least I'll have a fun adventure or a crazy right. death yeah. or a wacky time experience. But you know what? There's another option. No. And I had that. that can't so, let's you. just do the show and <laughs> we'll talk about it and it'll well, be whatever. This is supposed to be a good time, fun time for people to listen to you bring this very negative, uh, pained attitude. Well, he got me this time, Matt. He got me. I can't I wait to he hear the horrible purpose. thing that happened to you. That's the thing. It will. You will be disappointed. Good. That's what. I'll, then I should go first. Well, yeah. Okay. Let's start. Let's start with you. Why don't you tell me your adventure? That was probably exciting and fun and good for you. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, we could just jump into it, I guess. So, like, if you just want to jump into it, hiking Red Creek Ranch. Yeah. 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 So the usual stuff, right? Snake, snake canyon, trying yeah. to find my uncle. Um, trying to find your on the Uncle Howard search. You have yeah, a I'm different the, bug now. I'm on a search for Uncle Howard. No, no, you're running away from Uncle Howard. No, no you're, you're going, on a hike. I'm sorry. You're you're trying yeah. to. Did you read this before? I've read it every time. You're on a hike. You're hiking. It, you're not searching for Uncle Howard. Not searching. You're going. You're not going you're, home. You're going to visit Uncle Howard, aren't you? How do we not know? No, this? you are currently visiting it. Uncle Howard at Red Creek Ranch, and you've hiked through Snake Canyon once before. No, it says time. you've hiked know. through Snake Canyon once before while visiting your Uncle Howard. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily mean you're visiting him right now. Why would it's they reference you did that it, if you did it, it before while you were visiting him? <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the time you hiked through the ranch, the, the canyon before, was during a period when you were visiting your uncle. Yes. You know, honestly, now we don't even know if he is visiting his uncle. He's 100% visiting his uncle. Wow, we just don't say. know that. All we know is that he's hiking the ranch that he that he had hiked before once when he was visiting his uncle. 
This puts everything in a whole new light. <laughs> he could have just driven three hours to where his uncle lives, not yeah. said hi to his uncle. He might not like him. Yeah, he doesn't want to say hi. Yeah, He's it's like, awkward. but I really want to hike in Snake Canyon. I'll just yeah. drive up there. It's on a long drive. I won't post anything online about it. Nope. No Facebook. He won't know I'm there. But the problem is, once you get lost, hiking, nobody that becomes knows where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what are you going to do? Try to call Uncle, How- uh, Uncle Howard? He's going to be bummed out. You didn't even let him know you're coming. Yeah, be like, Uncle Howard, How- I-, I need your help. I'm lost. And he'll be like, oh my God, where are you? And you'll be like, <laughs> I'm in Snake Canyon. <laughs> and he'll be like, okay. Wow. Can you I give mean, me a heads up? Hmm. Yeah, that would be awkward. You can't do that. We have got to move past the first paragraph. It's killing me. Okay, it's well, I, me I have a thing. I have a thing about the first paragraph, though. Okay. Is I, f- I figured out what the grammar should be for that any cave. Where it said, uh, you hiked once before, at, but you never noticed any cave entrance. It's, mm-hmm. It looks as though a recent rock slide has uncovered it. Sure. It's a big mess. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I fixed it. We won't have to talk about it after this. It how should you, be how this. How do you fix it? Okay. It should be like this. You hiked through Snake Canyon once before while visiting your Uncle Howard at Red Creek Ranch, but you never noticed any cave entrances. It looks like, a, it looks as though a recent rock slide has uncovered one. One. You never noticed, if you're going to say any, you never noticed any, any cave, cave entrances, entrances, but it looks, it like, looks like a rock slide has uncovered one. Uncovered one. You're right. All right, so we can move past me. the first paragraph of the book now, officially. I think it's going to bother me more now. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I'll fix it better next time. All right, so yeah, usual thing, and then I, I, I come out of the cave because I'm like, oh, weird, and then I'm like, oh, should I, should I start back home, or should I wait? Mm-hmm. So I chose, I chose to wait. Let me see. What, I, I can't remember. Let me see what I did. What did I do? I don't know. Oh, I started back home. Okay, so we diverge here. Okay, so There's we not, already have no diverged. pizza party this week. Nice. Mm-hmm. So okay, so I was like, okay, so uh, so it says you wait till morning, but mm-hmm. then you get starting to get windy and cold, mm-hmm. and so I was like, well, I'll seek shelter, forgetting that that's how you fall into a pond and meet a knight. <laughs> Did you actually forget that? Yes, that I happens? forgot that, and I thought it was I was like just going back into the cave. Mm-hmm. So I was a like, big I smart go guy who's like, I'm not gonna mark my choices. I do mark my choices, but I don't look at them when I'm reading, because I'm not cheating. Gotcha. Gotcha. At this point, I have so many marks on every choice on the first few pages anyways. <laughs> They've all been marked like five times with Cheater. different color pencils. So, okay. So, here's this idiot knight, and he's laughing at me because I fell in a pond. Well, your business is very wet. Yeah. He sa- yeah. He says, what a place for a bath. <laughs> You're cleaner. What a- well, it was worth it. You're cleaner than a pig. I was- so it made me think about this. Well, it was worth it. You're cleaner than a pig. And then he says, climb on. I'll take you back to the castle. We'll see if we can't make a human out of you yet. Which makes me feel like at the time, to be more human than pig, you must be dirtier than a pig. A pig is quite clean. A human is a filthy, disgusting smelling monster. That's and probably- this guy. Spot on for the time period, right? Yeah, yeah, probably, right? Okay. And he's out, he's like, oh, let's get you back to the castle and stink you up good. Yeah. But, like, I've already done that, so I said, no, thank you, sir. The choice I made this time Do you was, think, like, uh, you're going to go out to dinner and you're like, oh, let me, oh, I smell, I, I don't smell at all. Let me put some yeah. stink on me. <laughs> I'm going to go run around the block three times and roll in some dirt, and then I should be ready. We yeah. won't be late. We've got a reservation. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a bunch of jumping jack 
jumping jocks, they were called at the time. I'm going to do jumping jocks and get real sweaty, and then I'm going to sit down in my own sweat for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just let it get soupy. Because you don't want that embarrassing moment, too, where somebody's like, ooh, I think you've got a stain not on your tie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all, I can see the whole tie without any dirt. Yeah. Someone That's comes over and they're, they're like, oh, I saw you across the room, but uh, I didn't smell you. <laughs> Everything okay? You don't smell like a pig, you monster. And you're like, oh, sorry, Brian. So and look, they so I decided. Just go, they would probably just stab you right away. It's like all oh, yeah, yeah. self preservation back then. If they think there's a chance you're a pig monster and yeah. not a human, that's it. Yeah. Because they had them kinds of pigs that would climb inside a man's body and make him walk mm-hmm. around like a puppet. Mm hmm. And then he'd fool you into marrying him. Yep. Just like in the. Um... <laughs> I'm going to edit, later on, I'm going to edit in a uh, piece of literature from the medieval times. You should do, um, the Chaucer's, uh, Chaucer's, uh, Chaucer's, uh, personal diary. Okay, let me get it clean. Chancer's personal diaries. (laughs) John Free Chancer. (laughs) The great medieval literaturist. (laughs) Okay, so he's this jerk of a knight. He he says, I'm not stinky enough and I'm too wet. Hmm. Let's get me back to the castle. And I said, no, thank you, sir. I've been there before. I'm not doing that again. Right? That was a mess. You went to the dungeon. No, I didn't go to the dungeon. I said, I'm not going back with you. So, does it, okay, let, let me ask you this, because I've been thinking about this. In your yeah. mind, does the protagonist have memories of his previous travels through the Cave of Time? Oh. You we should establish that as, as canon. Because we've been making decisions based on like the stories we read before and I've what we want to do this to, time. But I think it's unreasonable to expect us not to make decisions based on that. Okay. So, so the, the, the decisions you've been making are more character-based, right? And so that's it's like, where his intuition comes from, is that he has oh, done it a hundred oh, times before. It okay. didn't make sense the first few reads, but now we have the intuition. <laughs> it's starting to make sense. Except he's wrong sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah sometimes he is wrong. <laughs> So look, so I go, I'm like, no, thank you, sir. Thank you for your kind offer, but I will not go back to the castle. And then it's another picture of the knight sitting on his horse, and he's got a real scary, creepy face. And and he's looking at me, and I'm like, oh, no. And uh, so when I turn to this page, it's page 114 Uh out of 115 pages, right? And there's no Mm -hmm. choice at the bottom of 114. So I thought 115 was a continuation. This is the exact same thing that happened to me. Okay, so we have both not read not pa- this time, but before, yeah. And I read <laughs> you read page one fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I read the first half of it and was like, "This is I don't understand." Yeah, I read I read the first paragraph because it's on about 15. like aliens or something. It's something yeah. about like a spaceship, so which w- is killing me because that's so much more interesting <laughs> than anything that's happened to me. So, so there's a scary picture of the night and. And he's like, okay, go, oh, so I say, look, I have other business to attend to. And he says, then go to it. Take care to keep your business drier drier than than yourself. (laughs) Gotta love that guy. Just disturbing. And then he gallops off. So I was like, oh, okay, I thought he was going to kill me because it says the end. I wonder what's going to happen now. And because of his terrifying demon face. Right. Yeah. It's a really creepy picture. So I start looking for the cave of time. I climb up behind the rock wall. And after searching for an hour, you find a tunnel leaning underground. But then as we discover on the incorrect page, I fall into a UFO. And I was like, wait, wait, what is this? What is happening? <laughs> so that's a spoiler for the very last page, which we will get to Spoilers. naturally one day. But that was not where I was supposed to go. I had to turn to page 61. So I search around for an hour like an idiot, and I finally find a hole in the ground. Turn to page 61. 
So now, uh, page sixty-one. You got it. Thank you. So I go down. Uh, I, I go in the tunnel. and I start sliding down, and I'm like, whoa! And I hit my head, and I'm unconscious. And when I come to, I'm in a. I'm by a little <laughs> lake. <laughs> Ladies, ladies, is it <laughs> Nick Tyler time? It's Nick Tyler time. You got it. <laughs> Here he is. He's he's sweetheart Nick Nick Tyler from from down on Birch Street. <laughs> His colonial dad, dad, colonial, yeah, soap colonial boy. Boston Birch boy. Mm-hmm. Um, son to a candle and soap maker. Um, so I tell him straight up, I come from the future. So I'm keeping it real because the option is tell him from you're from the future. Don't. Because you got this before. Right. What, do you remember this what is, you did? This is a little weird. Okay. I'm going to stop you here. Okay. And we're going to go back to my... And okay. I'm going to start my journey. Excellent. And I just need you to trust me a little bit. Did you get this kid before? Uh, yeah, I did. Remember I got Nick Tyler and he... He, um, I told him that I wasn't from the right. future. Okay, I lied, and he just walked away while I was talking to him. <laughs> right. And then I got arrested for witchcraft. That well, was the witchcraft. I gotta tell one. you, the way it goes from here, if you lie, if you tell him about the future, truthful about the future, is very bizarre. Well, let's we're gonna mix it up a little bit this week. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cliffhanger for you, and then we're gonna jump in on mine, and we'll come back to you. Yeah, it'll make it more exciting. So yeah, okay. So I I decided to. He really got me this week, man. I'm just like, I've been waiting for the time where I just like feel depleted at the end of the reading (laughs) and it wasn't coming. And this week just, okay. So yeah, I go hiking. I find the mysterious cave. I go in. I decide to go. It's all weird. I come back outside. It's nighttime. I decide to head home. Uh, so I start heading back home. I was trying to do things based on, since he has so much intuition, I was trying to take clues from the author, because I was like, maybe the character doesn't have intuition, maybe the author's just trying to tell us what to do. So that was my MO this time. I was trying to be like, what is the most appealing from how the author wrote it? Uh, so this time I decided to go, uh, back into the cave, because it seemed a little hairy outside. Sure. Um, I walked back into the interior of the cave. Uh, and I go for a while and I find a branching, some branching tunnels. Sure. Uh, one curves downward to the right. The other one leads upward to the left. Okay. I've been there. I had a couple options. If you take the tunnel to the left, turn to page 20, you take the tunnel to the right, turn to page 61. I took the tunnel to the right. And that's down, right? Yes. Okay. To page 61. Or I slip, hit my head. Come out by a lake and meet. Oons, oons, ladies, ladies, it's Nick Tyler time. Birch boy. So, yes, I too, our paths converged. Okay. In this snowy wood. I like it. This is exciting then. So then. And I also met Nick Taylor. Yeah. And we had, I got to tell you, it's weird. We had like the Tyler, exact same Nick exchange. Tyler. Nick Tyler. What did I say? Yeah. Taylor? Yeah. You think of Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Nick, T- Nick Tyler. So. I also chose to tell him the truth this time. Right. Mostly because last time I didn't. Right. So that, we that both turned to page 104. 104. This is exciting. We came yeah, back together. Cool. I feel like we could sense each other's shadow selves as we were on our journey. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. This is a great illustration on 104. I was like, when I first looked at this, I was like, why is Nick Tyler wearing blue jeans? It and then I realized like that that's, that's, I'm looking at the butt of the character that we are, that oh, yeah, clearly has blue jean pockets. Yeah. Although looking at Nick Tyler's pants, they're not exactly not blue jeans. Yeah. He's got them tall socks, but. Pants have been pants for a while. They had zippers? Doesn't that look like a zipper? 
Look, I don't know anything probably about a fly. Colonial area Boston. But it's just oh, just a fly. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. They had buttons. So Nick Tyler is standing there very proud. Yeah, of his enough fly. for the history lesson. <laughs> <laughs> so here we well, are. Well, his dad is a candle maker and a soap maker, right? So he probably seals it with hot wax. <laughs> puts pulls his pants up. Just to close. All right, time to seal your pants for the week. (laughs) (laughs) You sure you don't have to go to the bathroom? (laughs) This is for the whole week. We can't waste wax like we did last week. Dad, I am fine. (laughs) You're embarrassing me for my friends (laughs) to seal up my crotch with wax in front of my friends. (laughs) They want to see me scream. (laughs) I love the colonial times. (laughs) <laughs> Again, enough with the history lesson. Yeah, seriously. So Nick is pumped about. Uh, I Nick is kind of a jerk about our description of the 20th century. <laughs> he kind of is. <laughs> like you, you, you telling me come from the 20th century. There came a time, the cave of time, and he smiles. He's just smiling at you while you're telling about all this amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. And just like some king from the past thinks that you're telling the funniest <laughs> story he ever heard. <laughs> And yeah, and he says, uh, and yeah. he says very seriously, he says, I've always wanted to know about life in the 20th century. And no, then he, he starts laughing. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I'm so glad to meet you. He couldn't I've say that with a straight face. I've always wanted to know about life in the 20th century. This dude does straight up not know what century he lives in. <laughs> and your character straight up says, seriously. Seriously. <laughs> I have no home. Do you know a place where I can stay? So there I'm you go. Pass the story. I think I'm really he, glad we he, had this experience together. Yeah, it's nice. The Nick, the Nick Tyler experience, which was also the name of his tour when he first went solo. The Nick Tyler, Nick Tyler and the the wax pants. Nick Tyler and his soapy hands. Nick Tyler and his burnt and scarred crotch parts. <laughs> All right, so so we're making fun of this guy, but he does let us stay at his house. Yeah, because he's got such a big family, but you got to work for his dad, which. Our author spends a lot of time explaining his very unpleasant job. Not <laughs> yeah. in any horrible way, but just like, it's just a crappy job. Yeah, it's just no good. Like, this kid, this kid that we are in this book really does not mostly like having a job. He spends more time talking about that. It takes more time for him to tell us how bad this job is than it took for him to say, you moved to New York and live a successful life as a journalist. Yeah, I think there's something going on, on there with the author where... um. It, it seems like the message is like, if you have a job, but you don't like it, don't stay at that job. Go throw your life away and try to be a court jester. Well, maybe that's the choice. Maybe that's, I mean, clearly, obviously, I'm sure you agree with me here, that Edward Packard had a choice in his mm-hmm. life yeah. that haunt, haunted him for the rest of his life. Yeah. He'd made one choice wrong, and <laughs> that is what inspired this series of... 300 books. He's like, why so maybe did I choose to become an author? <laughs> I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Can't stop. I'm going to write a book so crazy it'll torture people till they kill themselves. <laughs> they'll feel just like me. <laughs> All right. So, so now you're working for Nick's dad who you call Uncle Ted because uh, you live in there with them. And you don't like it, but you, your neighbor, Mr. Nelson, is a printer. Mm-hmm. He's been to England. He came back with a printing press and letter type. Now, that's a sexy occupation. Right. Now, you're like, okay, that 
I could do, I would consider being an apprentice to Mr. Nelson. I don't, I might be done with this Uncle Ted business. And here, the Cave of Time is fulfilling its (laughs) premise of offering us exciting (laughs) choices to make as we travel through time. Would you like to be an indentured apprentice for a printing business? Yeah. Or stay with Uncle Ted? You could. <laughs> Two very exciting options that and keep scream in mind, time travel. If you stay with Uncle Ted, you will get to continue working long hours boiling soap and pouring it into molds, <laughs> waiting on customers and doing errands for Uncle Ted. <laughs> Which doesn't sound fun, but it is a job. That is what, that's a description of a job. That is a description of a job. And you have a home and you have food. Yeah. Okay, so here's, here's, the, here's the moment. <laughs> what did you decide? Yeah, okay, well, there's one twist here, is if you do decide to go work for Mr. Nelson... Oh, yes. The only way he'll take you is if you sign yourself into indentured servitude for six mm-hmm. years. Only for six years. Only oh, a mere six years. And what are you going to yeah. do? Travel back in time, uh, to forward in time to your home? What are you going to do? Try to find the cave that took you away from your home? Nah. That keeps knocking you out and throwing you places. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so, um, so I chose... Mm-hmm. To go into the printing press business. Hey, our shadow selves are continuing on this journey feeling. together. I had a feeling that would I'm be trying the to case. remember why I decided that. I decided because the so I was like, well, I guess I could read more about making soap, <laughs> in, but like maybe thrilling adventure awaits if I become a printer. The act of making soap was described in the book with more disgust than the <laughs> idea of indentured servitude so that made me choose that's very true you're taking servitude. your author's clues that I'm is very true clues. that's what i'm trying to do indentured so servitude is long. gross but is it as Super distasteful gross. as working for a man you call uncle making soap and wax and running running errands for him yeah Ugh. sleeping in your comfortable bed with your free food <laughs> Colonial colonial times were the worst. And that's the adventure we get in colonial times? Yeah. Why did it have to be colonial times? Well, this this may thrill you. So we know it's 1718, right? Yeah, okay. Time for another history lesson. Sorry, everybody. This is an actual kind of one. Although Time codes are in the description. You can skip forward past (laughs) the history lesson. Go ahead, Matt. (laughs) So, okay. So we decided we go work for Mr. Nelson, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, so I thought you were about to do a history lesson. Um, I am, but it's come, it comes about That's halfway the through story. the first paragraph of the next page we went to. I skimmed it. So we say, okay, we're going <laughs> to work for you now, Mr. Uncle Nelson. And he's like, please don't call me that. That's not true, but that'd be funny. So then... Uh, <laughs> Could you tell me the second... We Just read the second sentence. Yeah. Um, but after the a while... The second sentence. <laughs> but after a while, you become increasingly unhappy. This dude hates jobs. He hates. He hates working. He does, he, I guess he, so Mr. Nelson just won't give you a raise sure. or a part of the business or anything. There's nothing left in Boston. So you decide to move to Philadelphia because there's sure. a greater demand for printers. At which point I'm like, Hey, moving to Philadelphia, <laughs> there could be some action going down in there at colonial times. <laughs> and let me just explain one resident of Philadelphia who was a very famous printer <gasps> who had a printing press. Right. Benjamin Franklin. Famous, famous historical figure, had a printing press, was a printer, had a printing business. Uh, not mentioned even nope. once in this book. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> well, not in this storyline. <laughs> if this, if that was, if that was the tease that got you all excited about the cave of time, yeah. you're out of luck. Yeah. Just understand that what happens is 
Mr. Nelson releases you from your indenture. Mm-hmm. You sell everything you own to get passage on a boat. You have a, it's a sentence, but you do have a long and stormy voyage down the coast. Yeah. But then you arrive in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you buy, you use last year's money to buy some this. bread. This I is, hate this, this. This is the most insane. I, I, I see why this you're so upset. the most depressing story. <laughs> if this was a story somebody wrote in like, a, like middle school and they gave yeah. it to their teacher. Yeah. Their teacher would commit suicide. <laughs> their teacher would be like, I thought my life teaching these people was miserable. But I to know what this person has to look forward to, if this is their flight of fancy, <laughs> to go to Colonial Philadelphia, 1718. This is, this is now the 1720s. This is leading up to the Declaration of Independence. There's a lot happening in Philadelphia at this time. This dude follows some Quakers to a meeting house, falls oh asleep gosh. during the service, and then a family <laughs> takes him in. And then he gets a job with one of the two printers in town. Aspirational. Aspirational. No choice to be made. Turn to the next page. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read it. <laughs> yeah, just read the last page because we both experienced. This was the ending for both of us. And just like... You don't understand when I turned the page, like, the hope I was clinging on to that something fun was about to happen to me, because nothing fun happened to me in this journey. I'm going I'm to read, do you I, have I was it? I'm clinging gonna... on to hope, and I turned that page, and I saw th- three sentences and the words, the end. I'm going to read the first paragraph. You want to read the second paragraph? Do you have it? Yeah, I've got it. Okay, paragraph one. You work hard to improve your skills as a printer. Within a few years, with the help of some friends, you're able to raise enough money to go into business on your own. Your printing business thrives. <laughs> After a while, you start your own newspaper. It begins to look as if the 18th century is a pretty good time for you to be alive. The end. <laughs> a, the 18th century. A pretty good time <laughs> to be for alive. you to be alive. And this With is no uh, that must seriously have been like a life that this guy, Edward Packer, was just like. I may, wouldn't it be incredible to fall asleep in a Quaker meeting house? <laughs> what? With actual Quakers like, from the time. Real Quakers. No, I'm talking about actual Quakers, <laughs> not dolls <laughs> with Quaker hats that oh, I put I in my room and talk to. Okay. Actual Quakers. Because I did want to talk to you about the dolls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to like point you, out real quick that right yeah. at the beginning of this book, we haven't really talked about it. Um, there's a little, it's not a dedication page, but it looks like a dedication page. It says, the concept, title, and editorial assistance for The Cave of Time were provided by Andrea Packard. Yes, I noticed that before. Wife, probably? Maybe. I you haven't even looked it Sister, up. Sister? Mother? I hope it's mother. <laughs> I hope it's mother. <laughs> She's like, Edward, have him go What's in a wrong, spaceship child? or something. <laughs> He, he's a journalist. He's a soap man. He's a he's a Quaker. What is it? How, put him in the future. What the end of the world? And he's like, mother, please. It's 1979. These are things people don't talk about. Edward, Edward, how could he meet Benjamin Franklin? What are the chances of that? It's not realistic. <laughs> Just have him get a nice job. What's wrong with a nice job? So you think nice she's city? pushing the other way? She's like, that's nuts. Yeah, she's pushing. What happened when realism. you went in the cave, Edward? What I <laughs> fell and I hit my head. You fell and you hit your head, and wasn't it lucky that Nick Tyler from Birch Street was there to help you get home? 
And you remember how much he smiled at your dumb stories? Yes, Mom. <laughs> Call me Andrea. Okay, it's Andrea. Okay. <laughs> Where's my mention in the foreword? <laughs> Don't say thank you. Just say everything I made up for you. Tell, tell people what I have done. Okay, okay, Mom. How much do you want to bet <laughs> that when we get on the spaceship, which we know is out there somewhere, yeah, and we travel to the alien planet, we we'll get whoa, a whoa. job and make a life as a journalist there. <laughs> here's here's what happens. You put the key into the you put the key shaped rock into the hole, yeah. and the craft begins to shake. It flies you all the way to the alien planet. <laughs> you quickly return and write down your experiences for a local newspaper, and spend the rest of your days as a journalist. <laughs> That's the thing, though. You, this is two times you've gotten we've gotten jobs as a prominent journalist, and never has there been a mention of us. We were a printer. That's not even that's not journalism. We're just printing. You get things. a newspaper business. You oh, you run the newspaper. Okay, you're right. We're we're back into we're back in journalism. And, and neither <laughs> was that the dream of everybody have... who bought a printing press? Was like I'm going to do my own news. Yeah, first I just have to print some stupid pamphlets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I'll make day, a bunch of Bibles, but one day I'm making up the news. I'm going to arrange the letters in the way that I want to arrange the letters. You finally have the money, you start the business, you sit down, and you're like, this is insanely hard. I have to know what it says? Oh, I'm going to have to hire some people who fall out of caves. <laughs> so you you enjoyed this experience. You texted me earlier I, and said you had a grand adventure. Yeah, well, okay, I didn't. I was being a little sarcastic. A little sarcastic, there. okay. It, it, to me, it was a grand adventure. A grand adventure in the in the sense that 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 one where I became a journalist before was a, is just, just bizarre. It's like it, like it's because it's not just like going to New York and becoming a journalist. That's pretty cool. But the steps of going into a farmhouse, having the farmer's wife not want you in the farmhouse, so you leave (laughs) after having a bowl of soup, and then you become a carpenter's apprentice, and then you don't like it, and then, like, that's already twice as long as the part where you go to New York City and spend the rest of your life traveling the world, writing down the amazing things that happen in your lifetime. It's what? like it's like if somebody wrote the biography of you after you died, and he's like, this man ran a, ran a prominent newspaper. I'm going to write a biography about him. <laughs> the first half of the book is about a time he went to a farm, right. and then that kind of takes you all the way through the part where the farmer's wife didn't like him, so he left. Sure. <laughs> and then the last, and then the second half is him uh, traveling to do a job, but he doesn't like that job halfway right. through. And the last couple of pages, he starts a newspaper. And then he, he lives and dies. He lives the rest of his life. <laughs> kind of just does. to wrap it up. It's not inaccurate. It's just <laughs> It's not a story? It's not a story. It's not... Okay, you know what it's not, Matt? <laughs> it's not an adventure. <laughs> it's not. I don't care. It's Look, man, not. you chose it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just not feeling very warm towards our author this month. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like, if we get through, maybe we're hitting all the all the bland, strange ones, and and then we're gonna get into more Vikings and and uh, mon- there are monsters on the front of this book. More monsters and, and monsters, aliens and things. Maybe maybe that's coming up. Warrior. There's a Loch Ness monster. There's a dinosaur. 
All right, so I'm not gonna lie. I feel a little discouraged well, this week because <laughs> that said knew, in way earlier than I thought it was gonna. <laughs> I, I I knew it was gonna be a come down from last week because I solved the mastermind's puzzle. Yeah, you you went directly to the center of and the heart of I the maze. I just felt like I didn't even go inside the maze this time. I just <laughs> I just did some shopping in downtown Disney. I didn't even go into Disneyland. Ooh, it's still fun. Or City Walk and Universal okay. City for yep, you, those right. of you who live in North Hollywood. Well, now you got me dwelling on it. I'm going to be thinking about this now. <laughs> I just oh, thought sorry. it was weird. Now I'm like, that is that's horrible. <laughs> and it's not just horrible what happens to this made-up fictional character. It's horrible that there was a man who was like, I'm going to write, I can write anything I want. It's a cave that sends you to any place in time and space. <laughs> and anything can happen to you. But you know what? When you When you get there... I just want it to be brutally realistic. And, <laughs> you know, best case scenario, you're not going to die in the street. Somebody will take you in. But, like, you know, let's let's put some, let's get some expectations to, to these kids. It's going to have to work. 40 endings. How many are getting a job? <laughs> How many do you think are you get a job? 30. 33. <laughs> Does coming back once a year to tell a king a story mean I got a job? That is, is that a job? job? Yeah, that's a court jester. Yeah, that's technically yeah. a court jester. 30, 33, 34. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm overlooking that we should actually be celebrating this week. Why? This is the first time we've had a shared ending. That's true. Oh, that's true. And the chances true. of a shared ending are, are very insane. Not as crazy as a shared journey, but a shared ending is pretty grape nuts. All right. Pretty cool. I think we should feel good about that because, you know, we need a foothold on this mountain. Otherwise, yeah, we'll plummet to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, and let's just not think about how often going forward we're going to get the same exact story. And maybe <laughs> we'll both in one week get the same story we already got before and we'll be set back a whole ending and have to do a whole nother podcast. The only thing that I can imagine would be worse would be having to listen to somebody else do that. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Definitely at some point, I'm going to be telling you a story, and you're going to be just sitting there rubbing your face, saying, thinking to yourself, this is exactly what happened to me in week five. Why does he remember? Why is he not? Why is he so Why surprised? Why is he so excited? To meet this lake boy, Nick Tyler. <laughs> Nick Tyler <laughs> from Birch Street. I am starting to get the feeling that, like, no matter what choice I make, I'm going to meet Nick Tyler. Like in real life? No, no, well, maybe. Like, you're going to yeah. stand up, you're going to turn off the computer, you're going to turn around, and there's going to be a smiling boy named Nick Tyler just standing there. <laughs> Holding a fishing rod. Yeah. And asking me to tell him where I'm from. Yeah. And smiling and then at me. being like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, dude, you're a ghost, and you're in the... Tw- go, leave me alone. Don't judge me, ghost from a book. Yeah, go catch a fish. <laughs> you soapy, slippery hands. Can't catch nothing. And wax hands ain't gonna get no bass. You're trying to you're trying to get catfish. They don't want no can- candle flavor in their mouth. That's right. No no candle noodling for this catfish. Nope. <laughs> Am I saying things that make sense? I, I feel a little. I feel I think, a little. I think when you put your hand in a fish, it's called noodling. Although I don't know why you do that. I think it's just for pleasure. That's what I. That's what I was hoping it wasn't. Oh wait, is it your pleasure or the catfish's pleasure? I assume the catfish's pleasure. Well, that'll do us this week. <laughs> 
Um, so that was a tie. Neither one of us won that one. I think we both lost. I don't think it's a okay, tie. Sure. I think we okay. marked that up as two losses. <laughs> two losses. Okay. Yeah. This um, Excel spreadsheet I, I have to track all the episodes and everything. Yeah. I just made a bunch of rows. You know, I, I gave it colors. Yeah. But now all of those empty rows, it's probably about, oh, no, I can tell you exactly how many it is. It is <laughs> 141 <laughs> empty rows. Now, it, I, I really see those empty rows. <laughs> I, I see them when I close my eyes sometimes. It's not like you're looking at a flat graph in front of you anymore. It's like now no. it's the ground and you see it stretching off to the horizon. Yeah. And it's a, it's a long, long march. Yeah, and the ground looks, you know, to, it has little nothing. rows and cells. And the ground is shaded kind of like a, a light pea green. And I can see myself <laughs> trudging cell by cell down yeah. this road. As, like, my wife and my child do other things off to the side of the road. But, no, I'm stuck on this road. I'm stuck on this pea green road. I feel, honestly, I do. I actually feel better that we had the same ending. It, may, it actually felt Thank good, Thank goodness. Too, I can't imagine we, what would happen if I had had this amazing time. That would have really destroyed me. And, and I definitely expected that. Like, oh. Well, until our next Nick Tyler experience. Uh, thank you for listening, Mom. And, Thank you, uh, Mom. Keep your business drier than yourself. Yeah, good luck.